Welcome to the Small Talk, the Smallgan Real Estate Podcast. Today's guest is Chelsea Lee Woodstra, a business owner in the Grand Rapids area. Uh, let's start off a little bit about learning more about your background, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Mike. It's awesome to be here. Uh, so I've been in business mostly all solo for about 17 years. Wow. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. So I have been a body worker since I was 18. So I went to massage school straight out of high school. Okay. Um, and even before that, practiced yoga, had a mom who was really into holistic wellness. And so that kind of drew me into this world from childhood. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, always really liked being my own boss. <laughs> so, um, I traveled quite a bit, went to school in Florida right out of high school, okay. and then came back to Michigan, went to hair school in Grand Rapids, then I went to um, Vidal Sassoon in London and backpacked around Europe and stuff and did an advanced hair school there. So um, everything I have kind of studied was all about like wellness and pulling people's best self forward. Okay. Yeah. So you went to London. That's exciting. Yeah. How long awesome. were you there? Um, I was in Europe for about three and a half months. And okay. so I did part of my time was staying at hostels. I actually turned 21 in London, which was kind of interesting because I could already drink there. Yeah. Um, but but it was still uh, really kind of a special time to get to like be free and solo and learning a bunch and meeting people from all over the world. Yeah. Um, and then backpacked around the Pyrenees Mountains and it was really cool. So you got started in this because of your parents. Or yeah. your mom. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, like what age did you kind of notice what she was doing? Um, well, sort of always. So okay. she, uh, I actually had chronic pain and chronic illness as a kid that wasn't getting solved with uh, natural or Western medicine. Sure. And so my mom looked outside of that and found people in our area and kind of branched out. And, and that was sort of my first foray into things outside of the norm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I was probably like eight or nine when we started down that road. So is that what got her started into Probably. It? I mean, okay. she was kind of always a spiritual seeker. And so I think she was pulled in that direction a little more easily anyways. Uh, she worked at a chiropractic office when I was about that age as well. Yeah. So she sort of was opened up to all of that really early on. So what would you say like is your like full time thing now? So you've learned a lot, you've had a lot of different experiences and you've kind of settled into something else. What's that? Yeah, so um settling I wouldn't say is my thing ever. Right. So um well, take I'm, that back. That's okay. Uh so yeah. I would say I've really mastered body work and helping people with pain and mobility and um, resolving trauma. Okay. But I still utilize a lot of different tools for that. So whether it's writing or public speaking, those are sort of where I'm moving into more. Um, that is kind of all still about pulling people's best self forward and helping them find like the divine and the daily. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, like what's a typical session with one of your clients? Yeah. So for a body work session, if somebody comes to me and they're struggling with chronic pain or possibly unresolved trauma, a lot of the time people don't know that until they're in front of me. Um, but that looks like a pretty in-depth one-to-one consultation where we talk about everything from like lifestyle, things that have happened with, you know, we sort of sleuth out what's going on in the body and sure. where it could have started. And then we go into more of a physical assessment. So we evaluate where everything is falling, like ergonomically, stance, seated, that kind of stuff. 
and talk about their pain and the story of their pain and their patterns around that. And then we do corrections that are mostly like physical therapy based. So we okay. do a lot of like resist and relax moves, which have a lot of different names, but are all sort of the same thing. So sometimes it's called um, muscle energy technique. Sometimes it's called muscle activation technique. Um, also proprioceptive neuromuscular. I'll never remember that yeah, one. Yeah, so exactly. But they all fall under these same like osteopathic remedies that are about evaluating the musculoskeletal system and working with your nervous system to resolve your pain. And it's really quick, which is awesome for people because sure. they feel better yeah. fast. And it holds much more than just say like your typical massage would. And then we incorporate massage essential oils and energy work on top of that. So Okay. Yeah. So how do people find you now? Do you do you mostly work with like doctor referrals or do people find you yeah. for, for massage therapy or... How do people find you? Yeah, so mostly I've been really lucky because it's been almost 100% referral based. Okay. Um, I just have really great clients who they get really awesome relief. And so they're excited to share that. Sure. Um, that has exploded my practice in a big way. So I'm pretty much fully booked one to one. So what I do now is I actually teach other practitioners how to do the work I do to grow their practices. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, I think really important to share what you know, especially if you, you are kind of maxed out in yeah. what you can do for people. So, and pain relief is, is something that I think a lot of people struggle with. Mm -hmm. And it sounds pretty natural that they would be excited about sharing that with other people. So yeah. thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think you kind of already talked about it a little bit, but how do you like change up what you offer to to your clients? Like how do you tailor what you do to specific people? Is that through that consultation? Yeah. So definitely whatever person is in front of me, we are going to tailor every service to them. Um, and people present that themselves pretty clearly, you know, they're talking about what's up in their life. And so it really naturally unfolds into whatever's needed for them. Um, and it's always really fun to see how it unfolds and people getting these like ahas, because sometimes you'll you'll find like a hook in someone's story of, oh, I had this pain and I don't know where it came from. And it started six months ago. And so as we kind of sleuth things out, it might be like, oh, did what happened six months ago? Did you have an injury or an illness? And yeah. oh, I broke up with somebody, you know? So sometimes these things that are really emotional will get locked in the body. And so that can have to do with the emotional release and the trauma resolution too. So that's kind of an interesting thing to see. Or somebody might be like, oh, I've had this indescribable pain and it comes and it goes, but I've had it since I was 16. And so we kind of sleuth that out and they're like, well, yeah, I broke my ankle tubing when I was 16. You yeah. know? So these things that we forget because they're just life, we just move on. All oh, this happened. It's just part of being human. And as we go back, it's like, oh, but the body hasn't resolved that yet. So it's fun to see that light up for people so that they can resolve it. Yeah. So you seem like you're pretty like forward thinking and coming up with new ways to help people. Mm -hmm. Like where would you say you've learned this at? <laughs> so it's been kind of all over the place because I'm really obsessed with learning. So I read, I study, I'm always finding like new mentors. Um, there was a big piece of my practice shifted. So again, I've been a body worker, massage therapist since I was 18. Um, but for years, actually, 
I was struggling with my own pain. And so I had worked at a chiropractic office and was struggling with this like low back hip pain for probably seven months, pretty consistently. I was getting chiropractic, I was getting acupuncture. I've practiced yoga since I was 13 and I was doing Mm. that, Um, holistic diet. So all these things and it wasn't really touching it. And I actually went to a continuing ed seminar and um, this woman, this massage therapist did one move on me and my pain was gone. And it lasted for probably eight to nine weeks of just no pain. Okay. And so I knew like that is something I need to learn everything I can about. And that really segued me into like working with the nervous system in a deeper way. And so that's where I sort of like was trying to devour everything I could about that and how I could incorporate that to help people. So that's a, a, a notable um, time in your, your life and your career. But um, do, do you have any stories maybe where you help somebody else in a similar way that you could share? Yeah. So um, that was one of the questions as I was looking at, I'm like, what do I choose? Cause there's actually just so many. So many. Yeah. Um, which is great about this work. Cause it isn't really about me. It's like, learning to work with the nervous system and just remind people that they actually hold the power is really what's cool about it. So um, some things that stand out for me are I've had several um, gentlemen in their 60s or right around the end of 50s, and they've been where they can't move their arm above a certain point and have a lot of pain. And so several of these gentlemen have been like considering surgery. And three of those guys, and that's... I tend to work with women, so it's a smaller demographic for me. Um, They all got relief within three to five sessions Wow, where they didn't have to get surgery. They were able to move. Like one guy was a golfer, and he was able to take up golf again. The other guy was a truck driver considering quitting his job and was able to keep working because he could move his arm again. So huge. Yeah, that feels really good. Allow Um, him to keep golfing. Right. (laughs) The big stuff. Priorities. (laughs) Um, Also had a mom who loves her job and she came to me she'd had chronic pain for years and we did several sessions and she was getting all kinds of relief well in our third session she let me know this thing she hadn't even told me about because she had so many other chief complaints um she's like oh yeah and i haven't been able to make a fist for four months and (laughs) that's pretty huge she works in a kitchen and has to do a lot of like large stirring. Sure. And um, after one session of knowing that was an issue for her, we were able to resolve that and she could make a fist again. Yeah. So those kinds of things are pretty exciting to see. Yeah, it sounds like uh, like when you hire a handyman and you have him over to your house and you're like, I, I need you to do this. Oh yeah, while you're here, do this. <laughs> oh, can you fix this? Yeah, that's seems like that that you're uh, helping people fix their bodies in the same way. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So do you have a physical location in Grand Rapids? Yeah, so I'm on the northwest side of Grand Rapids. I actually have a space in my home. Um, I have a salon and spa, but I mostly do body work. But again, that is at pretty much full capacity one-to-one. So now for people to work with me in person, it's more about public speaking or leading workshops where I'm teaching this work to okay. like therapists. So I can travel to salons and schools and bring this to people so that then they can teach their therapists. That's awesome. Um, so why did you choose Grand Rapids as a place to start working? Yeah, so from the greater Grand Rapids area, myself, and then my husband is as well. Um, when we started dating, we moved out to Boulder, Colorado for about a year. Mm-hmm. And then um, we 
got pregnant, so our family's all here, and we decided to move back home, and Grand Rapids is just awesome. I actually really missed it living in Colorado, because okay. I'm a freshwater girl, Yeah. so missed our trees and seasons and all that stuff. They don't have that in Boulder? Not the same, no. Right. They don't have the leaves. They have lots of beautiful pines, but not the leaves, and it's a lot drier. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people moving out west, but uh, that's cool to hear that you tried it, and wasn't for you and you came back so yeah we love it here um so how how has the city's growth and development kind of impacted your business yeah um I don't know because I'm such a small business myself I guess it's definitely opened up uh, more opportunities to connect and it's fun to see other businesses and other therapists growing and it's great to be able to like refer out as I am filled myself to be able to be like well I'm at capacity but I know these other great therapists I can refer you to or as I train people I can say well these people do what I do as well so that's kind of exciting yeah, there's that's uh, I think one of the biggest things, especially for a business like you, um, where you part of it is educating and training other people. So there's more of those mm-hmm. um, opportunities for you. So I could see that being a benefit. Yeah. So, um, so um, can you recommend any must see or off the beaten path locations in the Grand Rapids area, or th- something that you really like when somebody comes from a different part of the country and comes to visit you, what's one thing that you would say you need to see this? Well, I mean, obviously anybody who comes to West Michigan has to go to Lake Michigan. I would say that is if you're not from Michigan, you have to go there. Um, And I mean, I love Holland. I love the entire lake shore though. Uh, And then I would say in Grand Rapids, cool things to do and see are like break room therapy is pretty awesome. Oh, I've seen videos. yeah, Yeah, go crush stuff that's sweet uh zeal aerial fitness is pretty fabulous so they have like bungee and swings and all kinds of cool stuff for like aerobics and it's just playful and a good time yeah Mm -hmm. that's uh i've seen videos for that too that's just not my thing probably (laughs) that's fair Uh, enough i take my kids to um uh rebounders and yeah. yeah they they have some of that kind of stuff there where they get to jump into foam pits and stuff but that's um, so w- what's, um, like one of your favorite restaurants to go out to? Oh, this Grand is so hard because there's so many good ones, right? Um, I love Gaia. That's a great one. Uh, one of my favorites, like breakfast spots. Okay. Um, love the West Side Social. That's right by our house. Oh, and man. they're always yeah. fabulous. Uh, Graydon's Crossing is really creative and they're delicious always. Anything on Bridge Street is fabulous. I don't know. We have like way too many options. We're so lucky. I think that's true. Yeah. yeah. Maggie's yeah. Kitchen. They're great. There's yeah, just so much good food. Um, how does uh, Grand Rapids support small businesses? What are some things that a city like ours does well that help businesses like yours? Yeah, I think that um, our city is really awesome about connecting people, right? We have this really amazing community feel where people are excited to share about other businesses. It's really supportive and less competitive, I feel like, than a lot of other places. Uh, So we have also really great resources for women starting business. You know, we have the GROW program. Um, There's free accounting and business management through Grand Valley, I believe. So, I mean, we have a lot of cool resources for people to start becoming entrepreneurs, which is really awesome. Yeah, I I don't know anything different than Grand Rapids, but those things are all super important in when starting a business. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure other people would get benefit from that. What's um, something that you could use more help with? 
Oh, um, let's see. I mean, I think right now an area that I'm at is just like making sure I'm connecting with people who can use my services. Mm. So, you know, keynotes, so people who are holding events and they want a keynote speaker um, or businesses like salons and spas where they're looking to really help their therapists grow and help their business bring in more income and help people in pain. Yeah, that's that's important. I I've known people to be in pain and that's definitely one thing that you you hear a lot about from them, you know, it's on top of their mind. Mm-hmm. And uh to be able to take that away, I think is a super noble cause. So, yeah. Thanks for doing that. And then um, is there any like local charities or organizations that you're involved with that you support? Yeah, I absolutely love Kids Food Basket. They're awesome, yeah. helping kids with um, you know insecure food families. Um, the Baxter Center is fabulous. They also do similar stuff, but it's for all ages, and they also will supply like holiday meals, uh, food, and resources, and they have community events for free. So they're really awesome. Um, I love Michigan blood. You know, obviously that's a pretty essential need for people is to have blood when there's uh, shortages. So things like that are really important and near and dear to me. But we, again, have a lot of great causes with that too. So many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife actually worked at um, Baxter Center when I first met her. Oh, and cool. I know there's still some of the same teachers there from 15 years ago, which um, they're not, they're not um, doing it for any other reason than they want to help their community, right? So. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's good to see that people are that committed mm-hmm. in, in the community. So, mm-hmm. um, thanks for mentioning that. And then, um, what, um, so the, the city of Grand Rapids definitely has a culture and atmosphere. How do you say that, um, influences your approach to your business? Um, or does it? I don't know. I think I would kind of be me no matter where I am mm-hmm. and how I would approach things. But I do really love the warmth and community in Grand Rapids. I feel more welcome here. And maybe it's just because I'm from here. But I think as somebody who's traveled the world and the states, uh, there is this really beautiful balance of people from all walks of life and all different belief systems still being able to like support and be kind to one another. I feel like we have healthy debates, but there's still room. It's it's safe, but it's creative. You know, we support the arts. Um, so I don't know. I I really love Grand Rapids for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think it it even without feeling that, just being from West Michigan might have had an impact on how willing you are to share and to give to other people, right? Because that's not a like a worldwide uh, value value with people, right? Yeah. I think the right word for that. Yeah. But it's, you get that. I think more in West Michigan and I even without knowing, I think it does have an impact in our businesses. You yeah, know. you're probably really right about that. Yeah, so. hopefully that's a value everywhere or it's expanding into one, I but hope so. yeah. yeah. So um, are there any like events or um, art exhibits or anything that's happening around Grand Rapids that you are excited about? Yeah, uh, have you been to the World of Winter yet at all? Last year we went okay. and we got some really cool pictures. Yeah. There was, uh, I believe it was like giant inflatable rabbits oh, and yeah. Um, there was like some lights on the bridge that were really cool. Yeah, those ice sculptures. That was neat. Yeah, I'm trying to talk Jeremy into going down there with me so we can get some good pictures. But do it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we'll get there. Yeah, that but, looks really fun for sure. So, how did you get into public speaking? Like, was that just a natural thing for you, or 
um, where you like, did somebody say like, you should, you should do it. You should share what you know with everyone in the world or was that something you came up with? Um, so probably both. I would say, yeah, always kind of been a performer. I was a singer and actress as a kid. Uh, but it was funny, as you said, that it kind of triggered a memory of my fifth grade teacher telling me I should be on the radio. (laughs) So that was a funny one. Um, and Yeah, I think I just always have really enjoyed sharing knowledge. I had two teachers as parents, so like education is really important to me. And because I have absorbed so much of it, I do have stuff to share. Uh, And then also, both my parents actually passed away. So something I talk about in my writing and my keynote is about grief, because I think we can get really trapped in our grief. So it's important to me to help share how I like traversed my grief journey so that other people can like remember there is a light at the end of the tunnel and that we don't have to stay wrapped up in our grief forever. Yeah. And and as you mentioned earlier, um, emotional can turn into like actual physical pain, which is um, I I never made that connection before, but that's it's really a. I guess enlightening that that that's a real thing. Yeah, so, yeah, and but. it's great that there's a ton of research about it now, which is really beautiful because it helps people who struggle with that kind of thing not feel crazy. Because yeah. before that could be like, oh yeah, that you're nuts, you know, where it's all connected. So yeah. So you mentioned earlier you have a ten year old, mm-hmm. and she's um, eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. Okay, we'll give her that year. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so has she like started like paying attention to what you're doing, like? Yeah, I mean, I've been my own boss her own li- her whole life for the yeah. most part. I have worked at chiropractic offices and like holistic health places, um, but she's sort of always seen me doing my own thing. Um, and that was another beautiful part about being my own boss is that, you know, when she was little, I could do it as much or as little as needed and really yeah. spend a lot of time with her. So that was a really big gift. Uh but yeah, she sees that. She's very artistic, so okay. she's kind of does her own thing in that way. But yeah. Yeah, my, my daughter, uh, one of them has already said that she's going to be a better realtor than me when she grows up. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Good for yeah. her. <laughs> way to motivate that. That's fabulous. Yeah. It's, so it's, uh, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but it's crazy how much our kids pay attention to what we're doing, mm-hmm. um, even though we don't talk about it that much, right? Like I, I don't talk about what I do at home too much because I don't think they care. Um, I mean, they know the general idea of what I do, but obviously they they do care. care. She wants to be a realtor. They talk about it. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's cool that your, your daughter gets to see what you're doing and hopefully someday what you do will have an impact on her. And, um, Maybe she'll she'll be a massage therapist or a holistic medicine or an art teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Could be anything, right? Could be anything. I think that's the biggest thing is we just want to empower them to like create their own life, right? Not think that there's only this one path to go down, but that you can really, like people say, you can be whatever you want. Well, I mean, if you work at it, yeah, really. You You can. can, You can create your life. So that's what I'd like to empower her to do. Not what I do, but what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's great that you have that kind of outlook. So the first time that you did like a keynote speech, Mm -hmm. um, was that in front of people? Oh, yeah, definitely. How was that? Um, Good. Yeah. So again, because I think I've always like kind of been on stage and have done some acting, I've done paid acting and paid modeling. 
um, that was pretty comfortable. I think it's vulnerable when you're sharing your own story and your own knowledge. Uh, one of my first times doing a, a keynote, I was teaching about acupuncture to senior citizens, mm. and it was really fun, but it was also hilarious because, you know, half of them were dozing off because um, it was just that time of day. And <laughs> they're, yeah. they're checking out a little bit, but they really enjoyed it, and they were good sports about laughing about their own naps. So <laughs> that was... It was something that I could have been like, oh, they fall asleep. I'm so boring. And I was like, you consider the source. (laughs) They they eat dinner already. It's time for for bed. It wasn't personal. (laughs) So um, can you discuss any like upcoming projects or plans that you have in the works? Yeah. So I'm really excited. I do have my online courses. So those are for people who wish they could work with me but can't um, and really want to be empowered in their own pain healing and trauma healing. So I have online courses they can purchase and walk themselves through healing. So there are video courses where they can just break it down by the areas that they're struggling with and go from there and help themselves. Okay. Exactly. And then I have um, courses also for practitioners to also learn the work that I do. So that can be for people who I teach in person and then they have that as a resource to follow up or they can just get it on its own and follow and go at their own pace. So those are two things I'm really pumped about as well as then my keynote and um, I'm working on my first solo book. So that's, really? yeah. Okay. Any idea how many pages it's going to be? I don't know. I actually just finished the intro in chapter one right now. So yeah, I've got my overview. Um, Currently, I have an outline of about 27 chapters, but we'll see if it ends up really being that many or not. Maybe it'll be more. It might be more. (laughs) Um, What would you say to somebody thinking about getting started in a similar business to yours? (laughs) Like, What would be like the first thing you would say, this is this is what you need to figure out. I suppose it depends on which area of business like mine they'd like to do. Um, I would say if it's somebody working in movement therapy and body work, the biggest thing to make sure they learn is to work with the nervous system. Okay. I think that's something that gets missed a lot in traditional massage school where we talk about like sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system, uh, but not necessarily about activating their nervous system and working with it and creating new neural pathways, which is really how we deal with pain healing and trauma healing. Hmm. So delving into that, I think neurology is really important. Now, is that something you like went to school for or... Again, that's something that I've really studied in like advanced courses. Um, I did go to an acupuncture and holistic medicine program uh, also after. That was like an advanced course that I took. So yeah, that and then multiple advanced programs around those things. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, So how do you balance your time between author, uh, speaker, teacher, massage, and movement therapy specialist? Like that seems like a ton of stuff. Like (laughs) And your mom and, (laughs) um, you know, you have your family and Mm -hmm. time to devote. So how how do you make time for all of it? Yeah. So thankfully, I am my own boss. And like we talked about it even though it's a lot of things, they all have the same purpose. So it's, again, all about like finding the divine in the daily and pulling people's best self forward. So all of it overlaps. And um, I am much better than I used to be about scheduling my time. So, you know, I used to just schedule clients and then kind of like the rest of the day was flighty around that. Now that I have all these other venues and things I'm working on, uh, it's important for me that I schedule my time a little better, which is better for my life anyways. I think that's a tough, that was always a tough thing for me to figure out also. Mm -hmm. Like, how, how do I fit time for everything and and make time for the priorities? Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah. So is there anything that I missed, like a question that you wish I would have asked you that I didn't? No, I don't think so. Do you have any other questions that came up that you're like, I really wish I knew this? What's your favorite color? (laughs) You know, it's really hard for me to pick any one thing. So we'll just go with like rainbow. (laughs) All right. right. Well, how can someone get in touch with you today? Yeah. So probably the best way would be through my website right now. So that is mastery.chelseyleehealing.com. And then there's all the slashes of like public speaking or my courses. So that would probably be the best way to reach out currently. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Well, I really appreciate you coming in today, Chelsea, and sharing your knowledge and uh, passion for what you do. Um, It's really obvious that you like what you do and you've spent a lot of time learning it. So thanks for sharing all that today. Oh my gosh, thanks so much for having me, Mike. It was a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for watching this. Like, subscribe, and check out our earlier episodes.